Life is complex, so is our mental health. It cannot be understood by diagnosis alone. Our philosophy is treat the person, not the mental illness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Humanizing Mental Health. I'm Trent Nakers. And I'm Jeremy Alcorn. Well, well, everybody, I wanted to welcome you to another episode of our Synergy Series, and we're sitting here with our colleague, Shirley. Hi, Shirley. Hi, Trent. Thanks for having me, Trent and Jeremy. Yes, yes, very much so. Welcome. And um, one of the things, of course, we're doing in this series is we have colleagues that have a variety of different backgrounds. Um, we have some social workers, we have some psychologists, we have individuals that are doing other types of practice. And, um, and today we're going to take an opportunity to be able to explore the the realm of practice that Shirley is involved in and also um, kind of in a, in a nutshell kind of way, but also be able to find out who who is this person and, you know, what what brought her to this place in life in, in this uh, to be a part of Synergy and to be practicing in this realm. So uh, do you mind taking a minute just to in- introduce yourself? Well, my name is Shirley Jones, and I was raised in Saskatchewan, and I moved to Medicine Hat 28 years ago. Okay. And I started studying um, nutrition back in the early 90s, and so that was my first focus on um, uh, holistic health. Mm. And I've got um, two beautiful kids and three grandchildren. And I just love to study. You know, most people like to go to the movies on the weekend. I like to research and figure out things in in health. Yeah. And I I mean, like, as you talk, like, I can really hear the passion for you for that research, but I can, as you bring in your grandkids and your kids, it almost sounds like that's a real focus on people, that that's sort of the driving force about having that health, being there for your family, and then sharing that knowledge and that passion with the world. Am I wrong? Oh, no, that's that's totally right, Trent. Um, when my daughter was little, she was quite ill, mm-hmm. and I took her to a doctor and the doctor um, was going to give her an antibiotic, and she only had a virus. And I questioned him, saying that I didn't think that antibiotics were prescribed for viruses. Mm -hmm. And he dropped his pen, and he looked at me, and he said, well, no, they're not. But he said, you know, I was going to give you one anyway. And I said, well, why would you want to give me something for a virus that doesn't work? And he said, well, most people want that. You know, they want an antibiotic, even though it doesn't work. That's really curious. Like, it's, it's kind of like, because antibiotics are kind of looked at like that magic pill. Yes. But, you know, the thing is, is that, well, I mean, sure, they work for a great number of things. But, you know, it, it's not like a cure. I'll take an antibiotic and uh, you'll feel better. What was it like for you, like, when you had that experience, when you're like, wait, this is a doctor. This is an individual that has gone to school for you know, a great number of decades, and you're like, and you um, were able to catch him on that. Uh. Yeah, so then I questioned him, Trent, as well. Um, I said, like, uh, I think that my daughter has some food allergies. Mm. She was coughing all night. And I said, can you help me with um, diet? And again, he just laughed. 
and said, no, he said, we don't study nutrition in medical school. He said, out of seven years of study, we maybe do seven hours of nutrition. And he said, I don't remember any of it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, and like, I'm like, as I hear that, like I, as a social worker, I'm looking at this from the system's perspective and I think, whoa, wait, if you're looking at it from a medical system's perspective, isn't gut health and isn't nutrition what we put into our body? Isn't that important to know? In fact, um, I say butt in here just for a second, because sure. it really sounds like you're connecting with that next part of what we wanted to explore, which yeah. is about this idea around, um, what, what, what was it that brought you to a place of being passionate about holistic health? Well, it was, it was my daughter, but also my husband. Um, he passed away in 1993 after a battle with cancer. And what I learned from the, the whole medical system was that it didn't work. So hmm. I wanted to be able to find solutions that I could prevent my family um, my kids and myself and my my immediate family my sisters and brothers um, give them some information to help them stay healthy rather than go down the road of getting cancer wow like that, that's a really powerful story and I can really hear that that galvanized you to really move forward in this and like you you had or we had mentioned at the beginning there, like to, not just for your own family, but for other people as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I saw it happening a lot. Um, there was young people passing away in Saskatchewan where I lived as well. Um, and it just didn't make sense because the doctors weren't helping these people. So yeah, that's yeah. what drove me to keep researching and go down this path of holistic health yeah. yeah you know it's, it's interesting today i had a, a consult with someone that I, I had been working with and had said something very similar that is to say we're st so stuck on best practice and while that is important you know we want to be able to have a, an accountability to why we're doing what we're doing um but at the same time it's like if a, a, a physician doesn't have a specific drug to be able to prescribe um, or a, uh, uh, some, some other thing that's like, well, with this condition, we know this very specific thing to do, then you're left with, well, then we won't do anything. But that doesn't make sense. Yeah. What, what, what about the art that comes with healing, not just the science? What about using the knowledge we have in a creative way to understand what's happening for a specific person and saying, well, since we know this isn't going to cause any harm and it makes sense that the way the body connects that we try this thing mm -hmm. uh, but it, it's just it's weird like i know that's not what your practice looks like your practice is science-based your practice is set in those things but um but the physicians are, are are really stuck with a limited number of interventions they can do so i think what the answer to that is is that physicians are trained to prescribe medication right they're mm. not trained to prevent disease they're trained in a sick care system not a health care system oh that's a very well said I, I love that yeah because the thing is is that it's like it's not about preventing them from getting sick like until they come in with a symptom you know it's like 
okay, I don't know what to do. It's, you know, like rather than, um, like let's say uh, somebody is dealing with something, like rather than, like you say, changing their diet or going to uh, work out or whatever it may be, it's like, come back to me when you're dealing with diabetes or when you're dealing with a cold or a rhinovirus or something that we can prescribe so that we know that that A to B um, transition yeah, that's a very that's a very well put, and um, and actually that's an important part of our healthcare system. When all of a sudden something goes wrong and I'm really sick, I want a doctor that would be able to help me with that. But it's not the only part of health. Mm-hmm. So, in my practice, I help people to have a whole healthy lifestyle. So I talk a lot about nutrition. I do the biofeedback sessions which is a computer-based program that sends the body 11,000 stress responses and the body responds back in a a matter of minutes telling me what's stressing my clients the most. I then run programs to reduce the stress in the body so that the body can heal itself. Along with what they come in with wanting to have balanced in their body. So if somebody comes in with anxiety Um, I will deal with all the panels that deal with anxiety and help them reduce that. Yeah, so as you talk, like, um, I know you had mentioned before we had started the podcast that biofeedback is a complex subject, but as you explain that, it almost sounds like a bit of an allergy test initially for the nervous system. Am I wrong? It's a stress response test. So it's, it's very similar to an allergy test, right? Um, you know, the body responds back through the skin resistance on the mm. rubber pads on the wrists, ankles, and forehead. And it just tells me what is the most reactive stress that you have today. Interesting. So do you mind touching on a couple of other areas? Because I know biofeedback is one thing. I know nutrition is another. But you have like a kind of a wraparound process. What are some of the other interventions that you do? So I I just studied Wolf Non-Surgical Deep Tissue Therapy uh, two years ago. Mm. And it's a process where I use my elbow on a, let's say, a sore shoulder. And I, I work the area for one hour which is very different than a massage because a massage usually covers most of the body. This just covers one specific area for one hour. And Mm. by using the elbow, you can get in and break up the scar tissue, the calcification Mm. and the crystallization. So the calcification and crystallization are caused by inflammation in the body. So whenever there's an injury, there is always inflammation and calcification and crystallization. And that's those little shard-like um, things in your, your system that cause the pain. Mm-hmm. So by working with my elbow, I can get deep into the muscles, the tissues, the ligaments to break that up. Then I restore the blood to that area and... Mm-hmm break up the scar tissue and the crystallization and calcification. In fact, if, if it's possible, before I ask you our last question, to our listeners out there, Shirley has given treatment to me. And it, it, it's a funny theme, right? 
it's, it's, a, it's a funny thing that seems to be happening here. It's like, wait, wait a minute. Jeremy's done that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jer- Jeremy just tries everything on it's this like, energy it's menu. Like, it's, like, it's like, what are we doing here? A little ketamine, I guess. <laughs> no. Um, so, uh, and, and when, when I went in for treatment and the, the pain that, that I had have experienced, um, and, and as she's talking about this, this procedure, within up into my my right trap well she needed to release my right pectoral muscle for that to release into my neck and um i've had lots of massages this was not a massage that's very very true um and it it, my my right arm and shoulder were able to move again in a way they couldn't before and it allowed me to gain benefits in other ways yeah i remember that because you were doing the windmill like days after like you, you just you couldn't get over the amount of movement that was back yeah yeah absolutely and uh and then when we were doing biofeedback um and and i was sitting there and i could feel this deep sense of resonance in my body I can't i can't describe it any other way um and uh and 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 this real relaxation and then i went surely you're working on my right shoulder aren't you and your answer I said yes jeremy <laughs> i am working on your right shoulder in fact so um, so for, for, for people out there that might uh, not be familiar with this, um, it's easy for me to say um, I entirely trust um, not only the, uh, the practice, but the practitioner. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So the other part of um, what I do, Jeremy, is um, I do touch for health and body management. So Touch for Health is using acupressure points to clear blocks in meridians. Mm. I don't use it as much as I used to, um, but I do use body management. So let's say a client comes in with um, digestive problems. I always check to see if the colon, the transverse colon, has dropped. I test just through muscle testing uh, the, the transverse colon. I test to see if there's a hiatal hernia, if the stomach has dropped, if the uterus is tipped, if there's a hiatal, or uh, uh, the ileocecal valve is misfunctioning. And then if there are any things that are not balanced in that system, Mm -hmm. then I use my hands and the energy um, to restore the balance in those organs so that the body is again balanced. Wow. So like, as you talk, um, like I'm really seeing that you have a real understanding of how the body should be balanced, especially the digestive system. And really when that comes out of balance, I can only imagine the symptoms and the experiences that those individuals have with that. Like, have you ever shifted something and like just seen a massive change with people like right then and there? Oh, absolutely. You know, I've got stories. I've got quite a bit of experience behind mm. me. So I've, I've got lots of stories. Probably one of the um, most um, gratifying experiences that I had was a young woman came to me that couldn't get pregnant. And I said, well, I'll, I'll work on you. And usually it's a matter of um, straightening out the uterus the uterus tips Mm. and then blocks off the fallopian tube okay so i adjusted her 
got her back into alignment. Mm-hmm. She was pregnant the next month. Wow. <laughs> wow. I yeah, can't so imagine that, what that would have been like. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. it's, it's exciting for me when I hear mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. that. It's amazing. So um, we're going to bring you back because, um, because we're going to want to have a more deep conversation mm-hmm. with you. But, but before we, we wrap up, I want to know, a message that you would have, one message that you would feel like this would make a difference to the world, what would that be? Well, I would tell people to never give up. There is always a solution. I spent years trying to find a solution and spent thousands of dollars like trying different modalities. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you keep trying, you will find someone that can help you. And there's always help available. I love that. I think that that, that's a beautiful message because I think that for a lot of people out there, like they'll they'll try various practitioners, they'll they'll try traditional uh, health and they'll get discouraged. But it's always just finding out there what works for you and seeing if you can find individuals that have that have a holistic background or a different perspective like yourself that may be able to open up new things and new pathways for them. Exactly. Yeah, I agree 100% trend. Mm-hmm. So we want to leave you with that message of hope. Mm-hmm. And we'll wrap up. This is Jeremy Alcorn signing off. This is Trent Aker signing off. See ya. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that this message has been as meaningful to you as it has been to us. If you're looking for help, you can find us on Facebook at Humanizing Mental Health.